Welcome to Mission Minded, the podcast where we explore outside-the-box thinking in carrying out Christ's Great Commission. On this week's episode of the podcast, we are joined by Brian Reed. Brian has served with iTech for the past 11 years in video and film production and as an instructor for iTech's film training module. On this episode, we discuss how he became involved with film and his journey to using it as a full-time ministry by not only creating content, but training others to do the same. Now here's your host, Jim and Kristen. All right, well, we are back in the studio today with a new face, right? I think this is a first for us. Uh, it's second, second. Uh, oh, really a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, not Bri- as, but not as the main guest. Brian's been in every one of the podcasts. This is very true. Just Brian on the is, other side of the camera. Exactly on yeah. the other side. Well, it's good to have you here in the seat again, Brian. Good to be here. You know, I, it's not the normal seat I'm in during the podcast, but uh, hey, I'm glad to be here. Well, great. Well, Brian, we're here to talk about film training today at iTech, and that is in your wheelhouse but Mm -hmm. before we jump into all of that let's let's get to know you a little bit can you tell us a little bit about your background how you got connected here at iTech yeah so um growing up um my brothers and I always had a video camera around my dad was always on the cutting edge of of technology although he didn't he had no clue how to use it um so my brothers and I would always take whatever video camera we had and we would go and and make little little films we made the first Ghostbusters too so we made the original uh, Ghostbusters too. Um, but yeah, we were always making home movies. When I got in high school, I would, you know, film some of the dramas there and for the high school. And then, um, as I got older and, and technology became more available by editing on, uh, on computers and, uh, cameras became a little bit better. Um, I started, you know, filming weddings and, and then my friends and I started making short films and, and that led to me doing films at the church and, um, and, at the time, um, in 2011, I think it was, uh, I got a call from Dave Nichols, who's one of the elders at our church in Birmingham. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, and my home church there uh, was going to do a, a training along with iTech in Ecuador. And so uh, Dave knew that I was making videos for different missionaries and invited me to go down to uh, with them to Ecuador and just to document the training. And so that's how... I became familiar with with iTech. Well, it seems like God's been preparing you from the from the very beginning with your interests and your how He set yeah. you up to. You know, growing up, my parents, you know, we always had uh, we're always taking us to the movies, and so that passion for for film came from a lot of people like my age from seeing Star Wars for the first time, and so growing up, he's like, well, I'm going to be the next, you know, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas. Um, but you know, God had other plans for me to use those talents that He's He's given me. So that's awesome, Jim. I understand you like to dabble a little bit in oh yeah, filmmaking. It's fun, and it's it's been fun being around Brian, somebody who's very gifted in film, can glean little tips or tricks from him along the way. But uh, I'm not the only one that's gleaned tips or tricks along the way. So you've been able to work in investing people around in people around the world but i guess we'll get to that in a second yeah. so but yeah it's fun watching brian work on films and not only short films but full-length feature films as well i have done just about everything yeah short yeah. films weddings uh bar mitzvahs yeah <laughs> just about everything yeah yeah so it's cool stuff so yeah we've done a couple of projects we even did 
the uh, film festival together, the 72-hour turnaround. Yep. And you did a few of those as well. So those yeah. are a fun adventure. Yeah. You know, when I first got into filmmaking seriously, um, I entered a few um, different, like these 48-hour film competitions. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is you go into this competition with your team um, not having any idea of the film that you're going to make. And so when you go to the kickoff, um, they give you all the different elements that you need to make your film. And that's a genre, that might be characters, that might be a line of dialogue that you may need to use. And so you have 48 hours to come up with a script and to film it and to complete it. Um, and so that was a great learning experience for me. Uh, and being able to think outside the box when it comes to, you know, creating videos. Quickly. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I, uh, I remember my first one. So I was involved in uh, the Sidewalk Film Festival in Birmingham, and they had a competition called the 48-hour uh, Sidewalk Scramble. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so my first one, I went in, and my, my older brother and a few good friends of mine, and all of us had a background in either writing or video production. And, man, we thought we were good. And so we went in, and it was just a nightmare from the beginning for us just um, sound issues and just not having a good story. And, but we thought we had a good product until we went into the screening and, uh, and we uh, showed our film and um, we like, man, we're good. And then we saw the other films and we're like, oh man, we don't know what we're doing. And so um, that's when I was like, I gotta learn everything about the camera that I'm using you know, everything about cinematography and editing, because if I want to make it in this field, I need, I need to know what I'm doing. And so, um, you know, being able to, to learn that was really important, but I feel good because the guy who won that festival that really, uh, you know, showed us up in that, uh, name guy named Adam Wingard. And, uh, you may have, you may have may not heard of him. He just directed, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, King Kong. Oh, wow. Uh, it just came out in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. So stiff competition. Yeah, and so what's interesting about film, especially timelines like that, is is you don't have time for a reshoot. And no. so was that the one where you shot all the audio, but it was raining? Yeah, and you know, and we were just so uh, worried about what it looked like, right? Uh, right. That we didn't worry about sound. You know, I don't think our sound guy was wearing headphones, and we weren't worried about it. But sound is just as important as as picture. We uh, we come to learn. So, and that's something we will talk about in a little bit about what we teach our students now. Right. Yeah. So beautiful shot, but there was rain Awful on a audio. metal, metal rooftop. Yeah. So they it's, had, it had this great dialogue that we had written and you just couldn't hear it. Right. And so we had to make it like a silent film and, uh, I won't, I won't say the name of it, uh, because <laughs> it is people, on YouTube somewhere. Don't want people looking it up. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't want, <laughs> want them right. looking it up and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So lessons learned along the way. Yes. Yeah, well, Brian, you have clearly a very extensive background um, in your filmmaking and the different types that you've done. So, but why film training? Why is film training so important? So when I came uh, to iTech, my job was to document the trainings, right? So we were doing medical and dental and optometry at the time and mechanical. And um, I didn't think that film training was anything that we would be doing. It was never on, on my radar. Um, until I went to Ecuador, I think it was the second time I went uh, to a training, there was this young guy uh, that saw me filming and he had a lot of questions about my camera and, how, and what I was doing and how I was doing it. And um, then he said, I have some videos I made. Could you show me? 
And so he came back with this huge iMac under his arm. It's like, where'd you get that? Like a full desktop. A full desktop. Yeah, yeah. came, put it down, and he showed me these little films he'd made. I was like, man, these are pretty good. But he wanted some pointers about, you know, more how to, how to get his camera work better. Some more, you know, tips and tricks on, on editing. And then he brought friends in that had the same questions. And so I went to uh, Gallo, who's the, the director of iTech Ecuador. And I said, Gallo, I know we're doing like, you know, these other trainings, this film training, like something that, you know, you, you see that would be profitable for the people in your community. He's like, absolutely. Um, and so we went down and did our first training in 2014 in Ecuador. And so basically the, the why is, is that we want to give them another tool for their toolbox to share the gospel. And we do it through medical and dental, but we can also do it through film and story. And so just like we have access to social media and YouTube and Vimeo and all these different places, they have the same access as we do. And so we want to help them get on a, an even playing field uh, through uh, media and using video to tell stories, but not just any stories. We want them to tell, you know, stories of redemption, stories of people's um, how they came to know Christ. Um, because you can invite somebody to a church, but they may never enter the doors. But if you share a video on social media, more than likely, if they know you, they'll watch the video. And so we want them to use that as a door opener. That's so cool. And you know what? that statistic we saw recently over 80% of the world's population owns a mobile device and yep. and that's what you're using to capture these films right in the training yeah so we've our, our training has has evolved over time so our first training in Ecuador we went and we took down the equipment that we had so we had some nice DSLRs we had film we had um, uh, light kits we, we brought all our tripods you know just anything you know sliders anything we brought and um, we learned um, quickly that we don't need to do that. So we let one of the teams um, who were shooting their films from the class for our, our, our DSLR, and it was baptized there in the, uh, <laughs> the river there uh, in, in Shell. Uh, so, um, so we learned we need to put them on an even playing field of the same um, uh, device. And so we started off with iPad minis. Um, because they had you know decent cameras and then you can edit on them mm -hmm. uh, but now most everyone has their own you know smartphone so with a smartphone again you can film and you can edit with it and they already have it they already have access to it and so yeah so that's what we want to do we want to teach them how to how to use the, the phones in their pockets as a, as a media and and storytelling tool right I mean anybody could push record you know on their phone but there's an art to telling a story and so not only telling the story, but how to make the most of the, the camera they have in their hand. Right, yeah, like you said, I mean, most of us are, are taking pictures every day. I mean, just about every day I'm taking a picture or a video. I don't, I don't use it, but like most people, it's just something just to capture that moment in time. Right. But we wanna teach them how to take that and, and by teaching them cinematography and by teaching them editing, we wanna teach them how to be able to tell a, a complete story that someone can watch. And, and, and gain something from it, not just, you know, a snapshot, but a, a, an entire story. Brian, tell us a little bit about what this looks like. What does a typical training week look like for you? I know you're training both overseas and now virtually through Zoom. So describe a training to us. Yeah, so a, tra a training would consist of, um, if, we, if we go overseas and train, right, so we're gonna go and we're gonna, um, we have like five different modules 
um, that we that we go through on this. So uh, the first one we're going to teach them just kind of an, an overview of of why we tell stories through film and what that's about. And we go over um, like scheduling of like pre-production, post-production, what those look like, what those are. We go over, you know, um, image size, what's a pixel. Um, and then after that class, we get them and we go through cinematography and we're teaching them all the basics of cinematography, you know, rule of thirds, framing up your shot, medium shots, over the shoulder, you know, what pan, zoom, all that. Um, and then we, we assign the students to go and to film each other and to, to make, basically, we're going to make a one-minute film about why um, they're taking uh, film, film class and what, the, why, what they want to achieve from this. And so that's, that's kind of the first part of it. Then they take that footage that they filmed and we go into edit. Um, but before that, we, we film a project with them as well so they kind of see what it's like when I set up an interview uh, what it's like when we uh, film B-roll for that. And then we take all that footage and then we all edit the footage together. And so then we go over editing, the basics of editing and the tempo of editing. Uh, then we go over story. What's a good story? What makes our ears perk up um, when we're looking for something to tell? Um, and so we go over story. And then we give them their, their large class um, assignment which is for them to go out, find a story, find someone's um, story to tell, and they, they tell about a five to six minute uh, story through video. And so, and then they, they turn it in and we, we critique it. We, we go over, you know, some things that could change to make it better. We go over the sound, how to get better sound. Um, and then we go over distribution. Now that you've made this movie, what do you do with it, right? So we teach them, you know, use of social media. We teach them how to, if they want to play it in their church, do projectors, if they have access to that. But the good thing is, is about our training uh, for film is that not only um, when we do it overseas, right, we can do it virtually now. And uh, it's basically the exact same training. All, all the um, instruction they get is the, is the same. The only thing different is, is we're not in person and being able to give them that personal one-on-one -on -one time uh, like we do. But um We've done a few virtual trainings here. Uh, we just finished one up and uh, it went really well. The students are, are making just you know, great films. They're really involved and uh, it's, it's really you know, um, something to see these students go from uh, just basic knowledge of taking a picture, right? From first and then taking that and then creating a video by the end of the training. It's just remarkable. Yeah, I think um, one thing to point out is that our goal isn't to go and do a ton of trainings around the world as far as iTech goes. And so if somebody's listening and think, man, that's great, we should, we should get iTech to go on our next trip, I think it's important to note that we're trying to create a template that somebody could implement in their context. So as mentioned, I like to dabble with film and I in no way have created full-length films and up to the level that Brian is, but I've made quite a few home movies and like to practice a lot. And so I would, I would say I'm, a, I'm an extreme hobbyist. I, I like it and it's fun. And so I've actually gone and done a film training and I felt very capable and able to take that curriculum and invest in somebody where you know, they didn't have that background. And by the end of the week, they were all creating short films as well. So it's exciting to see that. I think for me, the, the ongoing fruit is is such a, a worth 
uh, worthwhile investment to just see that the work can continue long after we're home and tell stories that are unique to their culture, their context, and in their language that we would never be able to tell. Yeah, we, we try and keep the, uh, the training as, as simple as possible. Um, and my goal as a film trainer is to work myself out of a job in a lot of these areas. Right. So like, example, from our first training in Ecuador, we have a trainer that came out of that, Henry. And um, he's done quite a few trainings um, where he's been able to go and go places where he can speak the language in Spanish that I don't speak. And he can do the training a lot better than I can in, in that situation. Um, we've had trainers from different place, parts of Africa where we've gone and trained. And there's some guys that wanted to pick up the, the baton and, and go forward and continue the training. And so we've had people who've gone out of that and, do, and they do their own training. So it's not just do iTech. They're going and doing their own trainings. And so, and that's what we want to see. And like, like the same with Jim was saying, you know, from churches, if you have someone in your media team who's in, involved in, in video production, film production, we want them to go in and do the training. Now, they don't have to go with us and do it. They can go and do their own because they have their own partners. Um, but if, if they need help with, you know, because not everyone's going to sit down and write this curriculum uh, that they need to take to help them train. You know, we're here to help them with that. Right. Right. Yeah. Give them the tools. Give them, give the, them the outline. Tools, yeah. Yeah. So... And that's the goal to see this reproduce, to have that sustainable impact on a short-term trip. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about that a lot here at iTech recently. And what a cool way to do that, to tell a story. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's how Jesus himself explained the kingdom of God and the gospels to mm -hmm. us. It's through parables, through storytelling. This is such an organic, natural way to reach the world with the gospel. Um, Brian, can you share an experience that you've had on the field, an experience in your trainings that really made an impact on you? Well, I've, I've had quite a few, um, especially from the students when they come back with their films and their stories, and they're so moving, yeah. um, told in the context of their culture. <clears throat> but one story that stands out to me is just the hunger for one of these students that just wanted to take the training. Mm -hmm. So um, in Paraguay, we did the training in Paraguay a few years ago, and um, all the students were were first um, were indigenous to to that country to Paraguay, and um, there was a father and a son uh, that came from a church. The father was the pastor of the church, and the son really wanted to take the training, and so they were out real real remote to get to the training. They had to take a boat down this river to get to the training. It's like it's like they said like two days wow. to get there. Uh, but they had to pay for, you know, the equipment that they were going to use. And so that church made candles and they sold them in their village to be able to pay for their expenses to get to the training. And so then they came to the training and got those skills. And um, just knowing that they're able to take back this way of, of communicating the gospel um, to their community to, to make a video or that or someone looks like them, speaks the same language that they do, um, telling a story that's sim similar to a background that they, something that they would have, might have gone through um, is just remarkable. And it, it's stories like that that sound to me, that those, those guys and gals that, that really want to learn and to really want to add something um, to their toolbox to, to share the gospel. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I think the the desire to learn, you know, is something that is, you know, um, 
not unique to one country. And globally, there's a desire to learn. And I think a lot of people feel, well, I can never do that because I don't have the tools. And like you mentioned, the smartphones are becoming more and more readily available. And I know you've talked about this a lot, but there are full-length feature films now that are being solely mm -hmm. recorded just on a smartphone. What I mean, so what level would a smartphone be, you know, as far as being able to produce a short film? Yeah, it you have everything there in your pocket to produce a short film. I just I just came back from a from a film festival where I saw this great documentary that was shot completely on an iPhone, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Hmm. Um, and you know, they told a complete story, and that's what we what we want our students to do to teach them, you know, how to use it. I mean, we're already you know, most people are already using their phone to go live on, on Facebook right, or, right. you know, to share a video from something their kids did, you know, or, you know, what they ate for dinner. Um, and so, but we're just take, we're just teaching them how to take those different pieces that they filmed and to put them together and how to tell a story. And we're teaching them, you know, how to, how to conduct an interview um, and, and how to take that and how to use those sound bites and to splice those together to make a coherent story that someone you know, when they watch it, they're going to get more out of it than it just being, you know, a 30 minute, you know, live video where someone's just sitting there just talking. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. So somebody's out there thinking, man, that's great. Um, how do I get involved? Uh, do they, you know, reach out and just throwing this out there for clarification? So. Yeah, I, you know, first, if you know, if you're interested in a training from from iTech from us and partnering with us, you can go to iTechUSA.org and there's a form there somewhere on the website. You guys yep. can probably tell them a little bit more. We'll make that's sure at. that's on the the film page for sure. Yes. Yeah. So. so go there, fill out the the request form, um, and go through one of our trainings, and you can be, you know, on site or or virtually, you know, and that's you know stateside and internationally. So, and you know, we want to, if, if you have, you already have the skills of filmmaking, but don't have the curriculum to do it. We want to help you with that as well. We want to help you, uh, be more successful in your training trip that you may want to pursue. So we're open to, you know, helping you, um, get on the same page that we are of the training and, and using that curriculum. So if you're out there listening and this has piqued your interest, it sounds like something that you want to know more about, we will put all the links to how to reach us, contact us. Um, there's a video about why film training. We'll add all of that to our show notes. Brian, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today and for talking to us about film training. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having I, me. I just yeah. have one yeah. thought. Yeah. Somebody that's out there and just thinking, man, how do I get started? I would just challenge them to just start maybe through their local church, ask, sure. hey, are there any things that you need filmed or created? And then always finish the film. And you'll learn in the process if it didn't turn out how you would hope, you know, just get it done. And along the way, you'll learn so much. Yeah, yeah. We get we get questions from people. It's like, so how do I get started in, right. in making videos right. for missions, right? So if you're, you know, if you're in your church, just volunteer to make to make videos for your church They're, they need it right um go on a trip that your church is going on and just and that's how i got started and it was my first trip was in 2002 um and it was to belize and and the trip was they were they were building some buildings and they were doing a you know a vbs and at the time 
I, I'm not good at construction. I didn't want to lose a finger, <laughs> right? And at the time, I didn't have kids, so I didn't know how to work with kids and didn't feel comfortable doing that. And so I was like, can I just take my video camera and just kind of document what's going on? And that's what, that's what sparked this whole journey for me was, was being able to tell those missionary stories there in Belize and how God used that to help them gain some, some funds and to tell people about what's going on there. Um, so just get, just, just go out. Like Jim said, just go out and, and make movies. You're not, you're not going to hurt anybody, right? Just, you're going to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. I still learn from, from my mistakes that I make, you know, through video. If you, if you don't know something, Google it, right? There's plenty of, you know, 12 year olds on YouTube that will, right. that will <laughs> right. teach you how to do it. I, I, I still, I still get that from, from YouTube as well. If there's something I don't know how to do in the editing software, I'll look it up and it's usually someone my son's age you know and also just to brag on brian if you're wanting to see some of his handiwork i would recommend going to the next chapter series uh which brian has um, filmed all of those steve's after his injury following a really two years and then Mm -hmm. going down to ecuador so the journey in that then also there's a short film called trapped that's was actually created in partnership with a local women's pregnancy center here in our area but what is crazy about that it's been now viewed in every country around the world uh, that we have stats for yeah uh, except north korea yeah everywhere we have we have stats for it 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 is played it's in english it's in spanish it's in chinese it's in russian and so um yeah it's, it's been viewed over 11 million times it's crazy and it just goes to show you the power of a story and how it can reach or impact the world so yeah and our students that we train have that same can make that same impact as well right they have the, they're on the, they have the same access that we do and so a story that they tell could go viral around the world as well so yeah well thanks so much brian we'll get those videos linked down in the show notes as well so you can check those out thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time on the next episode of the mission-minded podcast thank you for joining us for this week's episode of mission-minded for more information on today's topic and show notes please visit our website itechusa.org mission-minded podcast is produced by itech The goal of this podcast is to inspire conversations about Great Commission participation. The views, organizations, and individuals represented, interviewed, and discussed on the podcast do not necessarily represent an official position or formal partnerships with ITEC.